0: Hello, this is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4. I will be your host for this podcast, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues we discuss, and those issues affecting you as residents and other related activities and issues. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, D Jenkins LP Town Council Ward 4. Please note the Town Council has work sessions each month on the second and third Tuesday, with our business meeting on the fourth Tuesday. All meetings start at 6 p.m. using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting agendas can be accessed through our town website, and all meetings are recorded. So now let's get started with our latest update. And welcome again to this latest episode of La Plata Ward 4 Update Podcast. This is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council Member from Ward 4, and your host for this podcast and my companion La Plata Ward 4 video update on YouTube. In this episode, I want to talk about my hopes and observations for what Pine Grove, the new development in La Plata, what it can be in the future. I would refer to you to my two previous videos on the Plato Award for Update video update. The first one was posted on March fourteenth, twenty twenty-two, which provided an overall uh, view of the project as it was proposed then. This was then followed by a most recent update called Pine Grove Update, which was posted December third of twenty twenty-three, and provides a summary of all the construction activity up to date at that time, as of December 2023. Let's go back a little bit, and let me provide you a little update or a little background about the project in general. The developer is called D.R. Horton. Uh, They changed the property name from Heritage Green to Pine Grove after their purchase of the property in August of 2020. Uh, And uh, just so you know, the property was annexed into the town in 1990, the entire site is approximately over 1,000 acres in size, and it uh, extends or stretches from in the south, Maryland Six or Charles Street at the southern boundary all the way to the north and abuts a or is adjacent to Rosewick Road at the northern boundary. On the eastern side, the, the uh, site is adjacent to the existing communities of Hickory Ridge and Agricopia, while on the west is the CSX Railroad Track and Washington Avenue. Again, the property was purchased in 2020 by D.R. Horton. The property is what we call, is zoned, what we call traditional development mixed use or TDS TDX district. Uh, as required, the uh, developer has provided it and was approved what we call a master site development plan. Uh, that was approved in February of 2021. The the plan and the annexation agreement indicates that the total amount of residential units is capped at uh, around 3,100 residential units, which consists of single-family detached uh, townhouses or attached units, some duplexes, along with an area for commercial, retail office, and industrial uses. Please note that the um, zoning requires... A minimum set aside of 25% of the site for open space. The current uh, master plan indicates an open space area of 30%. Now the development will also provide uh, internal access, but also will provide three uh, access points within La Plata. The first is at uh, Charles Street, which is a state highway opposite Willow Lane, and that currently is in operation or is, is built today. On the north, there will be an access point under Roswick Road, which is a county road, and this is under construction uh, as current of the date of this podcast. And then finally there'll be another access point along at Washington Avenue, which is again a county road. Please note that these three intersections will be uh, they will be uh signalized, there'll be traffic signals there. Uh, and they will be constructed and paid for by the developer. There's a small section uh, that does connect to a, an existing roadway with an It connects to Pollen Drive for about 65, 68 units. The site, or the Pine Grove, also proposes a 20-acre school site, which is required by the annexation agreement, Uh, The applicant, or D.O. Horton, is currently or has been working with the County Board of Education to determine the proper location and, frankly, the size of the site, and then they will determine what type of school that is, whether it will be an elementary or middle school. Now, I briefly want to turn to the the bulk of this podcast. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, there is a master site development plan, and then attached to that is a narrative which talks about the project and what they hope to develop. And I would like to have you understand that this master site development plan depicts a generalized nature of the development. There will be future refinements and revisions that may occur at time of the preliminary plan subdivision or final site plan approval subject to review and approval by the Town of La Plata. This approval is provided, or is, uh, is is provided by the town planning commission. So, in essence, the master site plan, master site development plan, is a generalized map or plan of, of the project in total, and then each section is, is is refined in greater detail by the preliminary plan and final site plan approval by the planning commission. But again, there are specific limits to the density and the, and the number of of housing units and the amount of a different um, commercial office and industrial spaces. So then I w- now want to go through this narrative and highlight some of their elements, and then I want to provide my comments. These are my comments and my views only, and they don't reflect the view of the town of La Plata. So this first one is uh, rather lengthy, but it does talk about one of the big ideas that the Heritage Green Plan was updated or one of the uh, reasons was to create a true parkway system that would complement the Greenway Park system within the development. It would interconnect with neighbors, neighborhoods within this community and connect with the town street network, which I, I mentioned earlier. But the key issue here is this is these internal roads that will provide access to Charles Street, Roswick Road and Washington Avenue are not going to be four-lane bypasses. They're not going to be a four-lane highway, but a two-lane roadway with pedestrian uh, trails and sidewalks adjacent to both uh, sides of the roadway, and it'll connect to all the neighborhood. Uh, so there was a one time the idea that this La Plata Parkway, which is the main spine road from Charles Street north at R- Rosewood Road, would be a four-lane road uh, and would provide, quote, a bypass around La Plata, primarily uh, to avoid the traffic in, currently experienced and in the past on Charles Street at downtown La Plata. F- from my view, uh, this is a positive change in the plan. Uh, I-, I don't believe that we should be funneling uh, traffic through residential communities. Uh, we have speeding and other considerations to think about within uh, neighborhoods already existing in La Plata, so we don't necessarily want more of those. Would also note that the plan talks about these internal roads, particularly the major roadways, again, two-lane. There will be traffic circles or roundabouts, and the two-lane roads and the roundabouts It'd be landscaped and then would have sidewalks and and trails along both sides. That's an effort to slow down traffic. It's been proven that narrow lanes slow down the traffic. So I do think that uh, we we don't need, in my view, we don't need a bypass around La Plata. I believe this would be a serious uh, disaster for the business community in downtown La Plata and all the adjacent businesses. And when you think about it, we already have a bypass in La Plata already. If you ex- if you come down 301 southbound, you exit on Washington Avenue, you then can go continue south to Rosewick, and you can either continue to downtown La Plata to Route 6, or you can um, turn onto Rosewick Road and go down to Radio Station Road, and then go on to Maryland 488. And at that point, you have a choice of either exiting or going away from the Plata on Maryland 48 or turning on mor- Maryland 48 and going down to the Maryland Six Charles Street uh, traffic so no- and going to downtown. So we, we do have a bypass, uh, I would argue, today, so we don't need another one. Also, with the planned construction of these three intersections, again, Charles Street, Roswick Road, and Washington Avenue, this will provide other transportation or other options for traffic to, uh, to, to travel within and outside La Plata. There are more options that will be available for, for traffic in and around La Plata. One of the other elements in the uh, project narrative, it, it talks about uh, being able to uh, have uh, one of the design factors is to create a community by f- focusing and saving on trees that would complement this parkway greenway system and the uh, recreational amenities on um, in the plan. These parkways or these roadways will be landscaped, including trees and other appropriate uh, things, such as streetlights. It's also that would de- this would pr- promote a walkable community, uh, so there will be scale to a pedestrian scale with sidewalks, bike trails, street trees, and appropriate lighting. And again, these are all, I believe, positive aspects of the development. They do reinforce one of the goals of the Comprehensive Plan for a more walkable plater. And I am hopeful that this is the way it will be constructed. I have driven through uh, the existing portion of uh, Pine Grove in the last several months, and I do see there are sidewalks and pathways are in place uh, but I would also note that there have been citizen complaints from Hickory Ridge and Agricopia with respect to the amount of tree clearing and the trees that have been removed. Uh, let me just tell you up front I'm not a registered forest conservation expert, but I have spoken with our planning the town's planning director who has confirmed that the forest, the required forest conservation plans are and have been consistent with the town as well as the state requirements would also note also as well that the uh, town planning staff now includes a inspector who is qualified as a forest conservation inspector. So I think that's an important point, not only that the plans comply with the state requirements, but during construction, we have folks who are qualified to, to review those plans in the field as construction begins, or as it continues. Now one of the other elements of the plan because it is zone we call it mixed use traditional development zone it uh, it, it recognizes that there'll be a range of housing types and also um, different type of commercial industrial and one of the key components or elements of this would be that the development is compact it would be designed for a human scale it does provide for a mix of uses including residential, commercial, civic and open spaces in close proximity to each other uh, and also adjacent to adjacent neighborhoods my hope then that i hope that this continues and that th- this is the way the project it, it will be built is being built and will be built in the future again having a walkable community not only in Pine grove, but in the plant in general as part of our comprehensive plan this also helps in, in, in my view to reduce uh, our dependency on cars only for daily tasks. hopefully there's an opportunity for folks to walk to different to walk to school within the community as well as walk to adjacent uh, commercial and industrial areas and I would and I would refer, refer to two other or a couple of other items in the design of the project, specifically development. It would develop commercial and mixed-use areas that are safe, comfortable, and attractive to pedestrians. Uh, it provides, or it will be designed to provide, both roadway and pedestrian connections. Again, I think that's important for an internal but also external walkable community and area. And finally, it would help. Hopefully, the design will facilitate development uh, with land use mixes of density and design. That would support public transit where it where it can be or where where it could be um, connected with the current charles county's uh, county Van Gogh bus system, so there may be opportunities for that as well again, referring back to walkability um again uh, it, it's hoped that um, it will be constructed, so we have this interconnected park roadway landscape system it would connect to the to the proposed recreational open space areas within the community so hopefully hopefully that will be implemented in the future now one of the things in the master site development plan are there are two significant areas uh, two commercial air, two commercial office space development areas that are proposed and they're both located on the north side of rosewick road now, one site, which is called labeled as Parcel P, is 22 acres and and is generally proposing some sort of mini warehouse as a, and also includes uh, residential dwelling units. The other parcel in question is a combination of industrial and re- residential. It is labeled as Partial Q, uh, that is 82 acres. Again, that is also propose, proposing a combination of retail and office space as well as residential dwelling units. Now, I have somewhat, I had some thoughts on that and that, and here, here they are. So any proposed uses are subject to further refinement by the approval of the plan we plan for these particular parcels, uh, P and Q. And of course, those uses then would be uh, dependent upon what's permitted in the zoning ordinance, in this case the TD TDXO, but also on market conditions. So the town or the staff cannot dictate specific commercial office uses within that that zoning category. It it, it provides a general uses, but not the specific businesses or what type of businesses. So uh, it's still subject to uh, being being consistent with the zoning ordinance. Now, I would uh, hopefully then these commercial areas, particularly commercial or shopping or retail areas, hopefully they are not going to turn into your typical, frankly, what I believe are all in stale strip retail commercial centers, which have a sea of parking around them. And we have plenty of those today in and around La Plata and Waldorf. So I'm not sure, in my view, we need more of that. Uh, hopefully, there will be different types of retail uses, not just the chain or national chain, chain stores, which, again, are somewhat typical of areas in and around La Plata for commercial shopping. I do think, though, that these commercial office retail areas provides an opportunity for our existing businesses to grow. They can expand their services as we gain new population. But at the same time, it also allows the town or we can attract new businesses, again, to serve our growing population. So I hope that there's more commercial, industrial office space, which, again, provides an opportunity for us to diversify our tax base, uh, creating more local jobs. Uh, Hopefully then people will live near where they work, uh, therefore reducing any out-commuting, and this is a basic tenet of smart growth. Uh, hopefully, folks can live near where they work, so they avoid using the car in the morning to, to go to their jobs. They can reduce their auto trips, or perhaps they can even walk to work. And this also then suggests an oppor- maybe it's time for the town to initiate an economic development function, to help existing businesses expand while attracting new ones, again, to serve this growing population as Pine Grove continues to develop. And perhaps this is another opportunity, or maybe it's time for the town to seek full uh, Main Street designation. We are currently an affiliate member, but perhaps it's time for us to really think about becoming a full-fledged Main Street community And then we could roll in or combine the Main Street function with an economic development function to work with existing businesses, promote our downtown while attracting new businesses as well. And so the other issue about these commercial and industrial areas, they're located adjacent to Rosewick Road, which is a county road. But I'm hopeful that there will be convenient and safe pedestrian access for all residents, but particularly for those residents in Pine Grove <coughs> who have to, who would have to cross uh, Rosewood Road to access these commercial industrial areas, uh, this is important that we have pedestrian safety not only for for future Pine Grove residents, but also for the general public as they try to attempt to cross Rosewood Road. Again, there will be a signal a signal. At the intersection of uh, the Plata Parkway, this new road, and Rosewick Road, but again, it's important that we have that we stress pedestrian access as well and for safety. It's interesting that part of the narrative talks about this master site development plan. As I stated earlier, is subject to change given market conditions, but as a, as they develop their more specific preliminary plans, and let me read something that's important for me at least. Quote, the town will be updated regarding the status of the phasing at each neighborhood comes forward for final planning and engineering approvals. Now, they've met that burden in the sense that they have they have to and they have gone to the planning commission for approval and review of their various plumbing plans and final plans. And that's good and that's what they have to do. But I, I was also hopeful that... Uh, the, the developer, D.R. Horton, would provide additional updates to the public as well as the town council, as they've kind of hinted what I just read above, and not just only submitting plans for the planning commission. And, in fact, I have requested, and, I, and the town council did uh, approve a, or have a consensus that perhaps D.R. Horton can provide an annual update of the project at uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, that particular Request uh, has not been scheduled yet, but I'm hopeful that we will get to the point where we will have an annual update from the Dr. Horton about their, their their progress and their future plans as they proceed with the development because they have indicated uh, their build-out could be anywhere between 10 to 13 years depending upon market conditions. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what I hope... Uh, uh, Pine Grove can be given what they presented and what they've indicated in their master site development plan and the attached narrative. And I would also refer you to a project that I've seen that's in Baltimore County out near the White Marsh area called Greenlead. That's spelled G R E E N L E I G H. This is a thousand acre project. Uh, it's a combination. Like Pine Grove of industrial, commercial, office with a significant uh, residential component, uh, and so I've been to the website and I've been to the property. I'll provide a link to that um, to that website so you can look and kind of view what their plans are, uh, and, and hopefully uh, Pine Grove, while not the same thing, will hopefully be, from my view, a, a significant and as, and as good-looking a project as, as Greenley looks to be so far. So that is what I wanted to talk about a little bit with respect to Pine Grove. I also wanted to uh, give you a little um, update on what, what I plan to do in 2024. I'm hoping that I will be pushing out episodes every two weeks. Uh, I will link these to, to my La Plata Award for video updates, which is on, on YouTube and vice versa. I'll link the videos to my podcast. And then I want to start a series of po- podcasts or episodes as we prepare for our fiscal year 2025 budget. That is our operating budget, our capital budget, and our enterprise funds, which are water, sewer, stormwater management, and sanitation or trash and recycling. So I hope to provide a, uh, an update as we proceed to that process. Again, my ask or my call to action would be that you would be continue to, to listen to my podcast as well as to view my videos. But more importantly, uh, I would ask you to get engaged in, in the town, either through our various boards or commissions, attend our council meetings either online or in person, Uh, I need and we need your input on on how we do things. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, Please email me at djenkins at townoftheplata.org with your questions and comments. Thanks a lot and a belated Happy New Year. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Ward 4 update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful. So let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.